All right, we are back again. Start another week off here. It's Monday. I'm 22. Welcome back. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know how much you could hear it or not. But I feel like my voice just sounds different. Uh, I don't know. I've been had like some sinus congestion for like, a week. And I don't mean I feel fine otherwise, except I know it affects my voice. That's all. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know if you can hear that. I mean, it's not, it's not like I have a million listeners that be tweeting, <laughs> tweeting at me, telling me how fucking weird I sound. But I, I could fucking hear it. All right, we're back. Let's start the Monday off. What's uh, yesterday was? Uh, yeah, I mean these weekends are. Train. I was busy this weekend. I don't come away with much. As far as stories go. Um, Let's, we'll just start from the end, I guess. The Oscars was last night, and I didn't watch... I don't know. I watched the end of it. I watched... Uh, I saw Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Picture. But I don't know enough about... I'm not going to sit here and talk about the controversies without any knowledge. I don't know. People hate on the Green Book. I don't know why. Nor do I care. I don't have, I don't have room for outrage in my life for a fucking... Uh, for a fucking movie. I just... I don't. Alright, I don't know, you guys want to get pissed off about it, it's fine. I don't know, I just don't care. I don't know if it's a good movie or a bad movie, it's an embarrassing movie, I have no idea. Uh, but you guys want to get mad about everything. So, go ahead. Now for me. So Green Book 1, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to get mad in a second. Green Book 1, uh, the girl, uh, the woman who won Best Actress, I have no idea. Um, but she gave a very nice speech. And then Rami Malek won for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury. Didn't mention, I mean, he mentioned Queen in his acceptance speech. Didn't mention Freddie once. Um, I don't know, I gotta, I, that movie, I don't have any interest in seeing it because they kind of sugarcoat the whole, like, it's not, it's like the kids' version of Queen. You know, I want to see the warts. If I'm going to see a movie like that, and I have nothing but respect and love for Freddie Mercury. The guy was an absolute fucking rock star. But I don't want to. I just don't want to go in and see like the sugar-coated story. I want to see the real story. So I don't know. That's. But when you have members of the band still, still alive and having a say in it, it's gonna cause. You know, they're not gonna let it happen. Exactly. They're not gonna. They don't want everything to be shown on the screen because they'll be embarrassed by it, or it'll hurt them, or whatever. It might hurt the reputation or something. I have no idea. I don't know what the, what their part of the story is. But they don't want to do wrong by Freddie either, and you know, I, people are kind of making excuses for it. Like, well, it was, it was a good movie, but it's worth it for the end. It's worth it for the live eight performance, and maybe. But I mean, I could just watch Freddie Mercury actually at live eight on YouTube or just put it on. But isn't that? This, isn't that? You want to see like the real genius? It's not some guy pretending to do it. Okay, it's Freddie Mercury doing it. So, I just watched the fucking Live 8 footage. If I had the... If I had that uh, need, I guess. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to watch a two-hour two hour movie for him. Uh, but he won anyway. I don't know. I, I didn't see any of these movies. I saw Black Panther. Uh, and that's really it. I don't know. I, anticlimactic... You know, it's it's funny, like, uh, I don't want to get into it. I feel like some speeches are bad. I I would feel so, I wouldn't feel bad. Like, 
it's not a competition, right? Like, it's not like you won a basketball, like, championship or NBA or the World Series or something like that. This is a, it's like your, this is your, your job is to make these movies and you kind of get your name thrown in there. And then you'll get, like, like Glenn Close will be up there, but she's always up there, right? And you'll get, I, I don't know, it's just a weird, it's a weird mishmash of people. And you already did your job. You already got paid for it. This is like... I don't know. Just, it's, an award show is kind of absurd. It's cool, but it's absurd. Like, all right, it's great. You won. Well, all these people did, like, the same exact job. And they're, they're saying yours is a little bit better. It's fine. But I think I'm... Uh, and they, they go through. They, they thank the agents. All these guys are thanking, like, Fox. <laughs> for, you know, for being their... Uh, Townhouse or studio, whatever, I don't even know what the fuck, but it's just weird. Thanking agents and stuff. Uh, let's see, the weekend that was. You know what we didn't get to comment on? Which is uh, last week, Mr. Bob Kraft. Uh, do I have to call him Mr. anymore? The guy goes to fucking. goes for $20 rubbing tugs. Do I have to call him Mr. anymore? Bob fucking Kraft. Got pinched in connection with, uh, you know, the scary part is he got pinched going to this parlor or whatever. And there's, I guess, there's video evidence of him going in uh, for, you know, happy ending. Like the the filthy part of it isn't even that. The filthy part of it is like there's possibly connections to human trafficking. Now I'm not saying this guy's like a mastermind of it all, but to be involved with the police like that is it's a very bad look. I mean, he's going to get suspended, man. He's going to get fined, get suspended um, by the NFL. Uh, sure, but as far as legal problems go, unless he, unless he has a hand in it, or unless one of these girls is underage that he's on camera with, I'm not sure, what, I'm not sure how bad they can really get him legally. Right, solicitation, I'm not sure how bad it's going to be. Again, if there's an age thing, or he has more, which I don't, actually I don't think is the case, if he has more stake in this place than, any, than anything. <coughs> um, that might, that's going to come back on a part You know, it's funny, I haven't heard anything about it, but Schefter reported on Friday that Kraft wasn't even the biggest name involved in this thing. So I'd be interested to see if there's anything else that comes uh, that comes to light. Uh, well, what are you doing, man? You're 70-something years old. You're fucking filthy rich. You own the Patriots. You got a 30-year-old wife. You got a wife that's 40 years younger than you, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna be banging hookers, man, why are you going? Why are you getting robin tongues? I don't understand that. You're a fucking billionaire, and you're going to a strip mall to get jerked off. Then again, hey man, a lot of people, a lot of these guys slum it. Look at Tiger was banging like B-rate porn stars, not even the A-listers. I don't know. I just feel like if you got a billion, if you're a billionaire, you could do a lot better. If you're gonna cheat on your wife, 
You know, I mean, complete sleazeball going in there. I mean, you stick out like a sore thumb. You're going, you're going to this fucking rub and tug and you're in like your fucking Armani suits and shit. What the fuck are you thinking, man? Multiple occasions, too. It wasn't just like a one-time thing. Like, you had a little too much to drink at brunch and ended up there, right? Just multiple, multiple cust- multiple-time customer. So, I don't know, I don't know, like I said, it'll be suspended. There's not really much they can do. I, there's really more information that has to come out. Sante Samuel came out in support of him. He's telling me he should hang out with him. Calling him Mr. Kraft and shit in his tweets. Come hang with me, Mr. Kraft. Like, oh boy, like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I, you know, some people look at him now like more of a man of the people. I guess. And that's his... That's his, uh, that's his addition to his legacy. People looking at it as a positive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. R. Kelly's in jail. Speaking of scumbags. And much... That's a lot different. Probably there's a video of him with the girl. I have no interest in seeing where she repeats to him over and over again that she's 14 years old. And that's fucking... I mean... R. Kelly is a despicable, disgusting person, really. It's so weird how we went years, and it was just known that he was a fucking pedophile. And he pissed on girls and shit like that. We just, we knew it. But it took a whole year of Me Too. It took a lifetime special with uh, his victims... And now here, you know, here he is finally kind of looking into, looking down the long barrel of justice, right? I mean, he's fucked, man. That guy is going away forever. R. Kelly's probably 40, maybe 45. Yeah, man, he's toast. He's not going to see the light of day. Cosby moved to Gen Pop recently, so... I mean, I just can't imagine. Bill Cosby's like 85. He's got all kinds of health problems. He's in Gen Pop. I don't know. And the other thing this, from this weekend was uh, Bayheim. Uh, in Syracuse and Duke and Zion. So Bayheim, I mean, it's a tragic story. Bayheim hit, hit the guy uh, on his way home from a game on Wednesday. I don't, I mean, that's tragic, man. That's absolutely tragic. They get a moment of silence before the Duke game, before the Duke game on Saturday. And uh, Beham acknowledged him afterwards. De- Beham was devastated by it. So I didn't see it. So now, you know, a Syracuse hater and Beheim hater. And I, don't, I hate Syracuse, too. And I don't like Beheim. But you got to look at this on a different level than, than your fandom there. So I heard this from a, a Syracuse hater that that Jim Beheim got a standing ovation on Saturday night. I can't... I, they might have just... It might have just been a polite welcome for him. I don't know. I have no idea. I see it. I'm sure it wasn't like a raucous standing ovation, though. But he was like... My friend, my friend was disgusted by it. Anyway, Duke comes out. And they didn't have... They didn't have Zion. And they lost, uh, I think, one of their other guys. They still won by 10. Uh... Duke's going to be fine without Zion. 
Uh, I mean, look, the whole Bayham thing is a fucking mess. I mean, it's a disaster. It's terrible. It's a tragedy. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do about it. He's not criminally accountable for it. He was avoiding a car, and a person was happy. Yeah, just wrong place, absolutely wrong place, wrong time. Um, so you just feel for everybody on both sides. Just hope that there's, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it just happened less than a week ago. There's there's not gonna be any. It's gonna be devastating for a long time. So there's no there's no nice way to put it. On Saturday night in Charlotte, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he, he, I mean, he came to life in the fourth quarter of that game. And to see him, it's been unbelievable to watch this kid play. And see him mature, like, before our very eyes, man. It has been amazing to see. I mean, he was, he was a lost cause. I mean, this is why, look, this is the NBA, though. You have to have patience. If you're going to draft a kid under 25, or under 24, right? If you're going to draft a kid who's not a junior in college. And even some other kids, you got to give them time to develop. You have you have to be there to to teach them. And you have to take your lumps with them. There's no there are no quick fixes in the NBA, okay? Because even when you get LeBron, LeBron's not even when you get LeBron at 18, he's not playoff ready. I mean, it's years it's years of maturing and years of honing um, honing your game to the NBA you know, and to the playoffs and to different levels of the playoffs, different opponents. And it's not just something you can go in and, and win. It's not. It's a hard championship to win. Now, once you get to the peak, not that it's easy to repeat, but it's once you get to the peak, you kind you kind of got to figure it out, and you can and you can assure that you're at least going to be you're going to be there in like the conference finals, right? Every year, you can, you know, if you play your cards right, you should you should be in a competitive spot every year. Once you get to that peak, now it's not easy. You can't maintain greatness, right? I mean, repeating and repeating is not easy by any stretch of the imagination but it's it's all develop it's all development it's all development and growing and learning taking your lumps there's no quick fixes in the NBA even the heat and the heat were never as good as we thought the heat would be they weren't they lost more than we ever thought they were lost than they were lost and they would lose the heat so it's all it's all about taking your lumps and you have you have to you have to and if you and if you're losing a playoff series and you're not in the gym a day later figuring out what went wrong and figuring out what your next step is and working all summer just to get back in position to try and get to a game six or game seven or get or get to the same place that you lost and then try and win it again i mean it's it's a grind man it's a grind and that's what's you know, I mean, you could talk about the regular season doesn't matter in NBA, and I kind of, I'm on, I'm on the side that the season should be should be shorter, which it never will be. Um, you don't need you don't need to start all you don't need 82 games, but it's going to be 82 games, so let's not let's not argue that too much. But I mean, it gives it gives these guys time. I mean, you look. Everybody has their own different journey. Like, like the Warriors, they're going to be there, so they kind of cruise, okay. But a team like the Nets, this to that, these games to them are big. Getting there is big. 
So these games matter. You're not, you can't cruise yet. You're not, you're not in cruising level. But with D'Angelo Russell playing like he's playing down the stretch, it was his ball. I mean, I think he scored the last seven points for the Nets. Um, and have have a kid like that. It was, and we saw we saw it before the break too. I mean, it was the third overtime in that game that which they could, like I said, they could have rolled over in that game. It was to a lesser team, but they said no, they wanted to win that game. And it was him who came out and scored like 12 points in overtime, in the third overtime after not shooting well at all that game. So it was, it, it was, they, they were down uh, in Charlotte and didn't see. It seemed like Kemba was hitting some shots, and it was going to keep it out of reach. But no, that was it. it he, the kid was unbelievable. He came back, hit a three, got you know was aggressive, got got to the rim a couple times. You know, scored on a floater and let it let it into a victory. So, look, if they can make some noise in the playoffs, maybe it's the Celtics in the first round, they could take them to a game seven, something like that. I just want to see them compete, man. And I think they could run with the Celtics. If only because, you know what, usually talent wins out, but with the Celtics... They got some controversy of their own. It's not the same Celtics that got there last year. All right? I mean, you have Kyrie doing his thing now, stirring the pot a little bit, and you have Hayward doing his thing right now where he's not exactly Hayward that they wanted, right? So, are they... It's not, the, it's not a healthy... It's not 100% healthy Hayward. I mean, he's still got... I mean, he's, he's still not himself, which I don't think we expect him to be uh, coming off that injury. So... At least not right away. So, you know, they can they can make some noise. If it's the Celtics, they could they could put a scare into the Celtics, I think. Even though like I said, the Celtics probably have the touch they're, they're a deeper team, they have the talent. But I don't think the Nets are scared of anybody right now. And they're right they're ready to play. And uh it's a fun time to be a Brooklyn Nets fan. So of course we're at the light here. Oh man. I swear to god if I missed this fucking train today. I had a talk on Friday about being late. <laughs> Not about being late, but about being on time. Um, and now I'm going to miss this fucking train because I get behind this mook here. Just didn't want to go through the yellow. That's all. I mean, when you know your surroundings. One of my biggest problems is coming to the fucking train station and people not acting like you have trains to catch. Like, look around you, man. There's more people than just you. Right? So here we go. Alright, just at this fucking light. Um, what's up for the week? I got nothing for the week. I found a place to record. Um, so my Sopranos, I don't know if I want to do it now. My voice sounds like so much, so shitty. Oh, I need to do the Sopranos cast. I'll probably be two this week. One, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. And then one uh, Thursday, the regular time. Hopefully. We'll see. Um... But I found a place to record during the day. So I I have I have a place where I can get some privacy. Uh, so maybe a couple times a week I can do a cast. Something from there. Just got to keep pumping the material out, baby. You know, that's it. That's it. That's all we're doing, okay? So cast. Still working on the website. Not exactly sure how I want to set the website up, but it's not urgent. But it's in a work in progress. Welcome to the Union Station. And that's uh, the story for the 22 this week. So keep an eye out. We'll be back with the Daily 22. And uh, I'll do some ranting and bitching and moaning for you. (laughs) Then.
And uh, that's it for me, man. I'm out. Let's have a great fucking week, great fucking day. And as always, don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you soon.